Friedrich Schiller, Resignation, 1786. Auch ich war in Arkadien geboren. Auch mir hat die Natur an meine Wege Freude zugesporen. Auch ich war in Arkadien geboren. Doch Tränen gab der Kürze Lenz mir nur. Des Lebens mein Blut einmal und nicht wieder. Mir hat er abgeblüht. Der stille Gott oweinet meine Brüder. Der stille Gott taucht meine Fackel nieder und die Erscheinung flieht. Thank you. Well, hello there. Um, here we are talking about Schiller's poem, Resignation. And this is Robert Martinez, my husband. And I figured since he reads German well, um, we would benefit from listening to a little bit of this wonderful poem in German. So thank you, Rob. Dankeschön. <laughs> okay. So um, I thought it would be important enough to focus on this poem because this is uh, the lens that Dostoevsky uses to frame Ivan's rebellion. So if you remember in book five, Ivan says he's returning the ticket. He's not accepting God's world. And all of those ideas come from this very long poem. Uh, Rob read to you the first few parts. We're going to give you a PDF so you could read the whole poem yourself. But um, this has very important ideas. So I thought we would discuss it a little bit. It's interesting that this poem begins with, I too was born in Arcadia. I too belong to nature. Uh, this term, Arcadia, refers to Greece. It goes back all the way to antiquity, but it's really an unspoiled region. It represents uh, harmony. It represents uh, the splendor of nature. It has sort of like a mystic mysteriousness to it. There's nymphs. It's, it's idyllic. And so you can see how this idea of nature being a haven would very much appeal to the Karamazovs. Of course, it's Dmitri who's going to more fully embrace the idea of nature and beauty. He'll do it in an authentic way. He'll have to be purified, but it will be authentic. For Ivan Karamazov, it's not authentic. There's a dark side to it. But Dostoevsky was so intrigued with this idea of a haven in nature, uh, a golden age that the pagans loved, that he uses it throughout the novel, and it comes from Schiller. And this poem is a powerful representation of that. Um, what stands out to you in the poem? Well, this is uh, obviously a bit nihilistic. Yes. Um, definitely a precursor to Nietzsche. You could see it that way. And um, for me, um, this is a person who is desperate and angry, but still underneath wants God's love, wants God's mercy. But love has a, another side to it, which is anger. Yes. So this poem is about anger. Um, in the translation, it says that he uh, belongs to nature and that since he was born, he was sworn to be happy. Uh, and yet it says that in his springtime, his happiness was cut short. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to give it away, but there's something that happens to him mm -hmm. that makes him feel that he's been cheated. And 
because he can't strike out at nature, he strikes out at God. Mm -hmm. He blames God. He says that God has been silent, silent God, while he has tried to be happy. And that last line, that the dream of life has flown, that his dreams are gone. But I think there's something about that that's very human. Well, and I think this is what Dostoevsky liked, because we know Dostoevsky was not a nihilist or an atheist, although he had gone through those phases. Dostoevsky, if you look at this poem and, and all of Schiller's works, um, this th these are expressions that art, not religion, is going to provide strength and uplifting for, for man. Now, of course, Dostoevsky will take the art part, the beauty part, but of course, for Dostoevsky, religion is a central component, which, as you pointed out, Schiller rejects here. And I, if you look at the, uh, we didn't read it in German, but if you keep going down in the poem, I wanted to look at the um, excerpt that says, give me the woman so dear to your heart, give me your Laura. Beyond the grave, you will profit from your pain. I tore her bleeding from my wounded heart and cried aloud and gave her to you. And um, it's so interesting how these are layers. So Dostoevsky is drawing from Schiller and Schiller is drawing from Petrarch. So Francesco Petrarca is a famous Renaissance Italian poet. He wrote poems of love to a woman he loved far away, Laura or Laura. So when we talk about our Laura, we're talking about someone we love from afar, uh, someone that we can't have that strikes um, sadness, resignation, shall we say. So when he talks about his Laura, this is a love story that doesn't have the uh, fulfillment that one would hope for. So it's interesting. There's so many layers of, of literature uh, in that. And so, yeah, in this, and again, this is a, a long poem and it keeps going back, but at the end, um, we're seeing no eternity gives back. So as you mentioned, there's definitely this sad idea that whatever we go through on earth will not have any type of healing or closure after death. And this is the world of Ivan Karamazov. This type of despair opens him up to having dealings with the devil and to presenting the disturbing parable of the Grand Inquisitor. But I just thought it would be nice for us to hear a little bit of it in German, because I think sometimes we can forget, even though the Brothers Karamazov is a Russian masterpiece, there is so much of the German genius underneath it that Dostoevsky brought to the novel in these creative, hidden, quiet ways. So thank you for sharing that with us. Auch ich war in Arkadien geboren, auch mir hat die Natur an meine Wiege Freude zugesporen. Auch ich war in Arkadien geboren, doch Tränen gab der Kürze Lenz mir nur. <lacht>